Hello and welcome to the DFS PhD show for today, the 12th of June. Um, yeah, we're doing the MLB slate and a little quick wrap up from yesterday. I'm in the uh, Discord of DK underscore DFS. You should follow and use his Patreon for other reasons, but he's giving me permission to do the MLB stuff like a guy who knows MLB there. So um, I post stuff there. And yeah, so somebody asked me for my advice on this showdown yesterday. So just reviewing that I actually have decent advice there. So don't get fancy, use both pitchers because probably uh, pitchers, I mean, those guys score a lot, probably. Unless they get knocked out in the first couple innings, which I mean, these are pretty decent pitchers. So you got maybe 25% of that chance that happens for either one of them. So I'm staying the the more possible case. Then uh, there were a lot of cheap Red Sox. So I said it was easier to build with Schmidt captain, but I did one with Belt Bayo captain as well. And look, look which one almost big. It was the Bayo captain one. Um, I knew I was dead to a bank because of the Justin Turner home run in the second inning. And I was like, that was so annoying. Everybody's got Justin Turner. I thought this lineup had Justin Turner, honestly, but I guess I pivoted to Duran. I don't know. That must've been, I definitely remember clicking on Turner at one point yesterday, but anyway, and then Kat Casas had the great, um, whatever to move over the guy. He still had a great play. Just wasn't worth any fantasy points, but anyway, we're not sad about, about wins. Um, just wanted to point out that. Yeah. Uh, full five, one stack, pretty good in baseball. Cause you know, teams win by one that stack gets it done. Cause there's a RBI a hit, you know, they're correlated in a weird way. Now um, on to the not as awesome part of this. I told y'all not to take Shane Bieber or that I was fading Bieber. And um, yeah, shouldn't have faded Bieber. Mistake. Best play of the day. Now, granted, these other guys I was on, look at this edge, actually. Yeah, I guess as long as I, I had, I ha, I'm a positive frame of mind guy now. I should have, I should have looked to see if there was a way to give myself some flowers here. I did not. But wow, these second two plays of the day that I was way on, like I wound up quadruple the field on Keller. And same, maybe 5X on Barrett, or Garrett, sorry. I don't even know his name, man. He's just good. But, yeah, those were the second and third best play of the day, and I told you to take them. Uh, I was, oh, uh, Taiwan Walker, Dodgers, man, up and down. I might have to start just taking whoever's pitching against us sometimes. I was right to fade McClanahan. I was right to fade Peralta. I was wrong to be so on Gossman. But, you know, that, that's going to happen from time to time. You just got to take your L's and – uh Take your extremely massive L's when it's one of your starting pitchers. But yeah, we, that's why we don't have any screenshots from the main slate. I think we did actually, yeah, we tied or like tied. We pushed. We didn't lose money because there was still, I mean, I didn't fully fade Shane Bieber. When you're playing 150 lineups, don't take a stand like that on a guy like Shane Bieber, right? Like he's bad and all. Like even let's put it back to how we had it yesterday. He was like an edge pick, but you know the guy. Like, I mean, what if he does recover the guy from before his form? then you're going to want to have him in your lineup. So I, I, I took the GPP shots, even though I hadn't seen it from him yet and wasn't really thinking it was going to happen. So a little bit more of a look back today. Oh, yeah, stacks. I think I gave you guys stack advice too. Um, entry exposure, good. Okay. Did pretty well with the stacks. But, I mean, hitters are like, who knows what's going to happen there anyway. I mean, except for Del Ellie Dela Cruz, who's going to smash all the time. What an excitement. I love whenever something like that happens, like a couple years ago with um, – Another another Reds guy. They must have incredible scouts, right? Uh, no, not Eugenio. You guys know the guy. <laughs> I'm not going to be over. Uh, Aristides Aquino. Aquino? Aquino? Now that I'm saying stuff, I got to look up announcer pronunciations, but I don't. 
Okay, so now on to today's slate. We're getting there a little faster in the show. I, I realize some of you might watch the show for that. It uh, doesn't look like anything matters. Yeah, nothing nothing to stop playing in Boston, and it's Boston. So am I playing? I guess Paxton's in play for sure. Yeah, Paxton's in play. Um, okay, so what, what are my takes on these? Yeah, these are my guys today. Are I'm kind of fading Paxton. Um, I mean, he's in that weird weather in Boston. Uh, Colorado's good at hitting the ball. This is a, like the kind of thing they're good at. So they might do it good. So I, you know, I've talked myself out of being over the field possible and being down another 5% because I just don't believe in Paxton today. He's my fate of the day. Um, I'm on the other two studs, Eflin and Luzardo. Bryce Miller, he's your leverage play of the day. Shouldn't be that cheap. I mean, he shouldn't be that low owned. He's not cheap at all. That's the reason he's, you know, expensive. Miami could go off, but they don't have enough big bats for me to worry about it. Same with St. Louis, although now that I do see it at St. Louis, I will dial him to 40% because they got a decent shot at going off. I'm not going to say it's 60%, but there's a middling chance they, they give him a, a tough run. Um, I did also take Arenado's under, I think. I was waffling on that. We'll, we'll see if I went with that. But it's one of those plays where like the guy's been going so hot and the odds are always for him to stop. I know for sure momentum isn't a thing in baseball. I did a study on it, but... It ha I mean, the guy's going wild, man. What do I say? Like, I can't. It's one of those. I, I believe. I don't believe my eyes, but I don't. I believe the numbers, and I don't even believe those numbers. So I can't. I can't chase. I. I think I might not have taken the bet. Maybe I did. Who knows? We'll find out in a second. Uh, okay. So, do I have any takes here, Boston? I think that might be a bit much. Who is their opposing pitcher? That's pretty rude, rude to him. Colorado Seabold. Okay, yeah, Seabold's pretty bad. So that that that, that tracks. Don't fade. Don't fade them. Boston will be fine in Boston. I think I'll probably go heavier on Colorado though, just because of my take on Paxton and seeing their projection here for so low. That's nuts. They shouldn't be. This is the game's still in Boston. They're still going to score runs. So, but uh, Colorado is my sneak stack of the day. Anything else? Um, no, that's a wild prediction. I mean, Paxton's all right, but geez. Yeah, so I think that's a good, this is probably a good general rule. Paxton's my one fate of the day, right? And whenever you're making a play like that, make sure you make the coupled play, right? So let me also make a note to myself when I have a good point in these things. Uh, I need to make sure that my Paxton fade comes with, it implies a Colorado overweight stacks. Because the reason that Paxton would not score well is, all right, class, yeah, it's Colorado gets a couple hits on a couple runs. Has to score runs to hurt pitchers early. So it gives up hits, gives up runs, doesn't strike them out, is having trouble with contact. In Boston, it's a problem. So, you know, yeah, he's good. It's probably not going to happen. I'm sure the odds will tell you the likelihood of it happening is, what, 20%, 10%? Take that number of stacks, right? I mean, it's not hard. The game is easy in that way, like, that's the reason for, for batters, right? So for pitchers, you're overweight, the guys who are going to do well, like Luzardo, Eflin, Paxton. For hitters, you're such wide variance, right, that you don't need to, in a single entry, take Ellie De La Cruz tonight. Like, I mean, I'm sure he's, he's if he's playing, he's projected. Well, how do you even project him these days, I guess? Is he at least still, well, okay, never mind. He wasn't on the top of your single entry consideration anyway. Huh. Yeah, not a lot of great value. Well-priced tonight. I guess it's getting later in the season, but you can generally find something on DraftKings. 
All right. So, uh, hmm. any other takes on these? I like this game, but mostly do I like it for pitching? Let me see. Cincinnati and KC. Yeah. Granky's really popping and, um, and what's his name's numbers, uh, ballpark pal, but I got, I just don't like Granky. I don't think he's got it anymore. I don't think, I don't think it'd be a full game. Ephus pitcher to be an Ephus pitcher. You gotta be like, uh, end of the game, bases loaded, one out to go kind of situation. So, I mean, it works. It gets that weird soft contact. You can't hit a home run off it. Uh, okay, so let's see. Do we have any? Yeah, I like these implied odds. We got a ton over 70% today. Um, I mean, 65 is even fine. So I think I wound up taking, yeah, this Brandon Marsh one I liked. Because Brandon Marsh is like, I don't know, do I expect a hit and a run from this slow man? Maybe a hit in an RBI could happen. Henry's not a great opposing pitcher, but it's just a high bar for him. 0.5, I wouldn't take it. Um, I think I took, I didn't take Garcia because I did take Granky and we, yeah, Granky and Weaver overs. Granky one's more solid than the Weaver one if you're trying to cut him off. But I liked a whole five pick today, so I, I pulled this one up. Yeah, I'm not sure if the line if it's still there. I took a, a little break to eat breakfast after I prepped this. So, but Granky over strikeouts, Weaver over strikeouts, Arenado. Less fantasy score, De La Cruz less than fantasy score, and Marsh less than hits, runs, RBIs. Uh, last five guys don't take the Nolan Arnado one. He's been over that five in a row, but come on. I mean, this is baseball. It's going to have to end eventually. Logan Webb's a decent pitcher. San Francisco's a tough place to get that done. So, reasonable chance he gets, you know, soft contact or no contact. And he's not going to get easy walks from this guy, I don't think. Um, De La Cruz as well. He's a great player. He just walked one off last night as a result. This is a little bit of a soft line, so I'm taking it. It's baseball. I mean, 70% chance, right? So you multiply the 70s together. It's just good enough to eat. I'm an, I'm an EV guy. If you're not going to play a zillion picks on prize picks this year, don't do this. But that's why I play five picks. That's the positive EV move. Yeah, that's a sheet I got. Might as well show you guys this sheet as well. Uh, finally, an opportunity to show my prize picks expected value sheet. So why am I doing a five pick? as an expected value guy, because five fix, picks are right. Can I zoom in? How do you zoom in on a control shift plus, plus, plus? No? Yeah, that does it. Plus, 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 plus. Okay, got it. Um, got it. So look at these. This is a regular day. You add up all the formulas for like the payouts, 2.25, and the number of, of possibilities, right? Because there are three different possibilities for the flexes. So they get three options that the possibility that that happens. So this is a, on the odds that that they've perfectly efficiently priced the underlying. You still benefit from playing the five picks because of all of the partials. Look at these partials, man. On the prize pick, I mean, obviously the ten's not getting you out of bed on a five five pick if you get hit it right. You ain't getting a what is it a two? You get a two x for five cases. Is nuts. Is nuts. That should I'm, okay. I'm gonna stop saying that just in case somebody from prize picks ever watches this video and understands that this is the expected value or give, I mean, you saw what it was for satellite people, um, satellites the other day on here, it's like 60% for me across DraftKings satellites. This is, that's why I do this. Because this, if you can find a good five picks on on um, on price picks and you're only playing like reasonable picks that you think are better than 50%, I mean, what are you doing if you don't think it's better than 50%? But you're gonna make more money than, yeah, the satellite method. So. That's why I'm doing it. I think these are really 70-ish percent, and I think that's money long-term. So, uh, you know, it's baseball any given night, probably not. I say this the other night, I gave you guys two picks, one for two. So as a result, I'm not taking this one. What is it? Walker. 
I'm going to hold it against him for one. He, he might get the hit tonight. You know, he, he messed me up the other night. It's like six total HR and RBI when I took it the other night. So I did not take it. And I take Stevenson. I was leaning. I was also okay with the Stevenson one. I don't feel Stevenson tonight. It's cranky though. Yeah. Ah, I can't take any. Did I take any unders against you? No, I didn't take any. I didn't take any unders against Granky. That's a rule. I, I don't think he's got it anymore. So anyway, five picks, do five picks. Don't be a two pick guy on, on pride. Yeah. Just zoom into the other part of the sheet. Are you, a, are you doing power picks on price picks? Don't do them. Even if you're doing the best one, every time you put a dollar in, you're losing 25 cents is your expected value. If you want to do power picks, AKA regular parlays, go to a place with legal betting and do them. Or I guess now, that I'm looking for sponsorships. I should say one of these other apps. Let me make sure the one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's No House Advantage. Yeah, No House Advantage is the one where if you if you're a two pick guy, if you just like doing two picks or whatever, I'm reasonably sure. Yeah, I've been losing a lot of money on that. One. So I I, mean, I applied the prize pick strategy to No House Advantage without double checking the um, odds because I had a bunch of money and who cares. But after checking the odds on No House Advantage. It's the opposite. You should do the two pick there. So it's possible people coming from one to the other or whatever. Well, in general, like in, in general gambling, you're not supposed to take the insurance, right? It's not the good thing. So as a result, I guess people don't. That's the only reason price picks is in business. Because if everybody did the math out, number one, don't ever do a four pick with a flex play. They just, these aren't serious payouts. Number two, why did they introduce the six pick without good juiced second? Like, obviously, if you want people to do it, you would have juiced it as much as the five pick. So they don't really want to give people 25x is what I have deduced. But on the days when they do a um, flex fest, it can be pretty decent to do the uh, the six picks. On flex fest, you generally want to do fives and sixes. They do a different flex fest structure every time, so I have to leave the sheet up. Anyway, um, okay, so that's today's, um, yeah, I think I got nothing left. I, I've showed you the pictures right. I showed you my exposures. My most exposed, maybe I should show you them in order of most exposed to least exposed. That does anything for you. I don't, I don't like Granky. I also don't like Weaver. Yeah, this, this tracks with my overall feelings. So I'm not going to change anything here. Oh yeah, stacks. I got to turn it to what I think for the day. There was no standout value. So I'm going to leave in the four two twos. Who knows if it hits. Okay. And uh, yeah, maybe I turn off four two twos if an obvious value opens up once uh, lineups hit, but Okay. That's uh, today's slate. Thank you for watching and like, comment, subscribe. That gives me the juice on the algorithm. But yeah, besides that, thank you to the, yeah, there's like 10 of you every day. So thank you. Um, good to see you.